guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. And today we're getting into romantic relationships. Now, normally I would have obviously romantic relationships at the very beginning because there's really not much to explain. But like I told you guys, what was the image of me? What is the image of you? Do you believe that you live in a place of nothingness, meaning there are uh, there are no uh, there aren't enough good women in the world, or there aren't enough good men in the world, or whatever it may be? You know, Michael Bernard Beckwith would say in, of course, his uh, presentation. Um, oh man, this is about eleven, twelve years ago, uh, and I think it was called "I Am." Oh, I'm not exactly sure, but it was one of the very first videos you could find of him on YouTube. Now there are thousands, but. The thing is, you would always have to say not so because it's a program in your mind stating that there isn't enough this, I will never have this. And what does that do? It projects that into your reality. That's all there is to it. So to bring this even like, you know, full circle, at the very beginning, I realized that racism was a huge thing and that it was one of the big problems. So when I first went into, of course, Mira's, you know, transformation program, I told her, I said, listen, Mira, I think the main focus of what I'm going to be talking to you guys about with the whole personal development podcast is the fact that I believe that the racism and those limited beliefs and the limited beliefs I have of myself is literally formulating the, re- this is why it's it, my, my reality. This is what it is. And it was at the beginning of March when I went into this guys. And I remember there were a couple of things that happened at the beginning of the year. It was a tomboy that I really liked before. Uh, I know you guys are like, what a tomboy, man. She was probably the, just an amazing soul. Have you ever felt synergy between you? Like she traveled all around Africa. We would have these conversations, but I think what had happened was me. And because I was late one morning, getting onto the train, arriving to the gym late, I completely ignored her that entire morning at the workout session. Even she waited for me after when I got out and I hurry up and ran off. And that was the end. Because I always held that belief that, you know what, nothing good will ever come out of stuff like this. And so for three months, I never heard from her. But then I started, I kept having these dreams every ever so often between January and April. And then finally, something told me like, Arsenio, you need to reach out. You need to hurry up and close this. You need that closure. And remember, guys, the reason why I do the, did these types of things is because I was afraid of pain. And that pain came from abandonment. It, it all came from, like, childhood, even before pre-birth, birth, whatever you want to call it. And so I was able to shut a couple of doors even from last year. You know, there was a girl named Poor. I, you know, I sent her a really, I wouldn't say a rude message, but, like, it was the weirdest thing that I ever experienced. Like, when was this? Was this, like, yeah, a year ago? Oh my God, that's a long story. But, and then there was another girl named Mook and she added me from, of course, you know, this, this little dating app that I, would, I had used before and I ended up blocking her. So why did I block her? It's because I felt like she was perpetuating racism by putting pictures of white men on her Instagram and having all her dumbass friends say, ooh, white man, ooh, white man, ooh, white man. It was a bunch of dumb shit, right? And of course I have no control over that. So why, uh, 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 but again, if I felt like at any given moment, that she would be doing something that would be detrimental to the image of black people, I should have just called her out on that, right? 
rather than just blocking her. She messaged me on the Facebook page. She's like, hey, I can't get in contact with you through Instagram an hour later. Oh my God, did you block me? And I decided to close all those doors. This is one of the biggest thing, uh, biggest things that happened this year because I felt like the tomboy would creep up in my dreams. And finally I found her on Instagram and we were talking. I'm like, dude, she's not giving me much back whatsoever. Like she does it. I mean, she did say, Hey, you know, after this is all done, we should meet up. Yeah. But she never followed through with anything. It was all, it was almost as if she was like, eh, I don't really care anymore. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. And then I saw one of her Instagram stories and I'm like, Arsena, do you really want to be around people? Someone like her? No. So I blocked her, but then I unblocked her. And it was really good because I unblocked her after I went through the whole transformation program. Because I just said, you know what? I will just let things exist. And so again, this was a critical moment because since then, obviously she will never pop up in my dream anymore because I had to go through and do that inner work. That forgiveness saying, okay, Arsenio, I came back. I found her on Instagram. You know, we went through a lot of things. You know, we talked a little bit, but obviously I was talking a hell of a lot more than she was. Obviously she wasn't interested. So I was like, okay, well, guess what? I blew my chance in January. So therefore, well, let's just call it. Let's just call it how we say it. All right, goodbye. I didn't say goodbye, but I just let things be. And so, boom, she's gone. Poor from last year. I hurry up and rip message her back saying, hey, I'm really sorry about that. I hope you're doing well during COVID. Boom. Never again did I ever think about her. Uh, uh, Mook, you know, she responded. She's the only one that did respond. And she's like, yeah, well, I just added you because I want to, you know, friend English. Da, da, da. Now I have a boyfriend now and I deleted all those guys. I don't want any problems. I'm like, listen, you didn't even have to message me back. And I didn't message her back. I was like, okay, goodbye. And that closure was needed. So. Throughout this process, there was something called a bang pattern, and okay, and I think I had put this on one of my podcasts with Mira. This had to be probably April, May, or June, so guys, check that out, or just go onto my YouTube and check that out, because she talks about it very vividly in regards to the bang pattern. So the bang pattern is basically you get in this false image of yourself, but then getting all the issues, I had to find all these adjectives that would describe the new me. The picture, the visual image, because of course I'm a very imagey, imagery type of person. And I would get that image of me and she would take me through the process. She's like, I want you to feel the feelings of your defeated self. And the image that was in my mind was me, the shoes I was wearing, the pants I was wearing, me gazing out the window in 2016, going to uh, a job where there were just a bunch of racist ass Japanese students there. Uh, and even the Thai students were absolutely disgusting. And me having that defeated look on myself, me bowing down to these people and searching for jobs and just trying to find my way in one of the most racist societies of all time. And this was in 2016. So I got that defeated look and then Mira would take me through that. And then at a split in a split spec, a second, she would hurry up and recreate the new image of me. And I found myself looking at myself, wearing shades, walking alongside uh, Ipanema Beach out there in Brazil and feeling the way I did and all the attributes and the confidence that I had. And so this was probably like a 30 minute session. And that was the beginning of a new me. Now, sure enough, there were still just a couple of things that would just creep up on me, but that defeated image was no more. And guess what? That's when racism really just completely, it just subsided right then and there. 
because I don't hold myself accountable for all that ignorance anymore that I, of course, would end up going through at the time. So, or that I had been through at the time. So what this ended up doing was, okay, what else is there that's still haunting me? It was a relationship that I was clinging on to. Although I loved her so dearly, she helped me so much and made me maintain my, my sanity through COVID. There was a particular individual that she kept pushing for something that was non-existent. I felt very uncomfortable. She would always do this and that. And then next thing you know, she went way overboard probably about, t- about three months ago. And I said, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. No, you did not just create this to see if I was doing this and this. Are you? No. Goodbye. And that was the door closed. And guess what? When I decided to do that, a few other relationships came into my life. Now, you guys already know about the traveling, who I've been speaking to you guys about. And then we just booked Five Star Resort uh, for Christmas Eve, going into Christmas Day at the Hilton out there in Wahing, which is about three hours drive away from here. See, do you think that could have emerged if I was clinging onto a relationship that should have been done away with probably at the beginning of this year or maybe even before COVID? No. Now, I do believe that this relationship sustained itself through COVID because I absolutely needed this relationship throughout COVID because I still remember that the the first massive fallout, and again, we had many fallouts with this specific individual, but you know, before COVID, I remember going to Starbucks early in the morning and all this bullshit was happening. And I was like, hey, man, you know what? Just get out. You know, I'm not dealing with your bullshit anymore. But I'm glad that we ended up staying close because that was the last time I taught that student. And that was right before the massive shutdown. And so, again, she was the one that really pushed me on and kept, you know, saying, okay, you're going to make it through this. You're going to make it through this. You're going to make it through this. But there was a time that I had to shut the door because I felt like she was negating all beautiful relationships from coming into my life. My Honduran friend, who I never met before until recent, she came into my life. Nen came into into my life. Uh, you know, I have a friend from the, uh, what is it, the embassy. She is Thai and speaks fluent French. Um, you know, there's another a friend that I had met. She is like one of the heads of the tourism industry. I met a doctor. Guys, you have no idea what you're clinging onto in the past could be stopping so much beauty from coming in. I'm telling you guys, you guys are not vibrationally ready for what is supposed to be coming into your life is what I'm trying to tell you. And if you're not vibrationally ready, you never will be until you stop clinging on to things in the past. This goes in all phases of your life. For so long, my romantic relationships, and I saw, I see that some of you are actually viewing my blogs from about 2018, 20, even 2017, 2019. You're trying to see if there's a reoccurrence. I see that, you know, the, holy shit, I just had like the biggest blog day in my life. Like it was 275 views and almost 200 visitors in one day. That completely blasted the previous mark set just probably about a month ago at 239. But before that, that was two years prior. So I see that it's really starting to pick up steam and you guys are really, really interested in this kind of stuff. And that's why I'm trying to bring to you as much as I possibly could. Um, But now I understand. For so long, I kept saying, man, no, there's no way I have a relationship. Man, there's no way I can have a relationship. There's no way this, because I was living in a place of limited beliefs. 
So when I started doing that inner work, which I'm really going to start committing myself to, although, of course, obviously, Mira is gone now. And again, both her and I being as stubborn as we are, I'm not going to come back to her and say, hey, you know, the reason why I haven't talked to you is because I felt like it. Nah, no, no. Let's just let things be, be let, let things be things. And if we do just come in alignment with the, uh, each other again in the future, perhaps, perhaps, but I highly doubt it. But nonetheless, I am very, very grateful for everything I went through, especially that bang pattern that I absolutely was absolutely essential for me to overcome those limiting beliefs. And so what I want you guys to ask yourself, here are your questions. Are you content with the romantic relationships and relationships in your life? Do you feel that there is something that you're clinging on to in the past that is negating things from coming into your life right now? How do you commit yourself on a daily basis to overcome some of the possible limiting beliefs because of probably past relationships that were so bad? What about the trauma? And, you know, uh, I never got into this because I've never, I don't believe I, I had any significant trauma. So Mira was like, nope, I don't want to do anything that's like very trauma because that's very, very deep because I know that you didn't go through any of that. But again, the limiting beliefs, as I have told you guys before, you got surface level, then you have subsurface level, right? It's kind of like you got bedrock. So the last time I did that healing session with her, it was like a 10 day of just straight funk. I was in a massive funk for 10 days. And I kept saying, I kept sending her messages and I was like, hey, Mira, okay, so there are surface level limiting beliefs and then there are ones that go much deeper. She's like, yes. And the one that I still remember, the last one I did with her was about Thai women. And this is going towards the whole imagery and the romantic relationships aspect of this podcast. And I said, well, yeah, I said, well, I don't think I'll ever be good enough for Asian women. I can't remember what it was, but first you got to the surface level. You have one and then you have two, three. If you get three, you go into a funk for sure. I felt like this went anywhere between 10 to 30. And this is why I felt the ridiculousness that I did. And guess what? Right after I did that, Nen came into my life. Yeah, literally. So how could that have happened? Because I finally had to get rid of what was no longer serving me. And a lot of things you guys are going through in life right now no longer serves you, but you allow it to just sustain itself in your life. Well, I'm inviting you today to, again, go through everything. This had to be the highest year of my romantic relationships ever. Sure, back in 2017, but the thing is, I still had limited beliefs that were creeping up on me. That's why I never went through the, you know, uh, what is it? I never had um, a relationship with Y, who ended up, yeah, who I no longer speak to. Not because, you know, she has different beliefs or because she's conservative, but because she doesn't like Joe Biden, which doesn't really matter. I don't really give a fuck about politics. But the thing is, if she was in any support of Trump, you could be a Republican, but you can't be a Trump supporter. So then I completely forgot her, as a matter of fact, just until this moment. But she was one of the relationships that I had back then. Now she is, um, you know, she's engaged out there in Australia. So I'm like, eh, fantastic. Best of luck to her. We maintain a relationship until this whole thing, this whole crazy election thing happened. So then after that, I'm like, okay, goodbye. And I think maybe she'll probably delete me from her Facebook at some point in time. But I don't look at Facebook, friends. I don't give a damn about Facebook. So anyways, then there was Zern. Zern was that person, I was like, you know what? I didn't know about compromise back then. 
But again, Zern was that girl who was unfortunately raped by her brother. So she had a lot of traumatic experience. And so, no, I'm not saying that that ultimately ended up hindering everything, but you could imagine like maybe she was pushing me to the brink and saying, oh, I want this, I want this, and I want this because I never got this from my mother. You see what I mean? Because her mother actually blamed her for everything. Like literally blamed her for being raped by her own brother. And her own brother would just say, get over it. So you can imagine the traumatic experience. She's a person that I would like tell Mira and say, you know what, you need to just, you could talk, you need to talk to Mira because this is something that you ultimately need to get over. You, you know what I mean? So I've been through so many things and I could see, but also in myself, I know why I fucked up in so many relationships and it all came from pain and abandonment. I felt like someone would always, and that person would always leave me. This is why that tomboy who we could have hit off like crazy and we could have hung out. I could have said, hey, what you doing Saturday night? Let's hang out in January. But I always felt like, like what? who's that guy? Uh, J Jason Silva said it in one of his videos. Um, oh my God, it was Existential bum uh, Bummer. He's the one that got very famous. He, that video right there pushed him to get him very, very popular, you know? And, uh, and oh, there we go, Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud, he was walking through a garden. He started crying. Then the guy asked him, why are you crying? He's like, I, felt, I feel like everything here that I'm seeing all this life is going to be taken away from me. That's how I felt with my relationships. I felt like at some point I will sabotage. It was self-sabotage that I was doing and implementing in my own life, guys. And you might be doing that too. You might have something so gorgeous come right into your life and you're like, dude, this isn't going to work. I know at some point this is going to fall and it ultimately ends up doing so because you sabotage yourself. And I did that. I did that with obviously that beautiful tomboy who I had met at the beginning of the year, who obviously had a crazy amount of feelings for me, but then I ended up disappearing and she never spoke to me again. Try, you know, developing things again, but you can't develop what's not developed. You can't develop what is not vibrationally ready. And then I said, you know what, let me block her. And then I said, you know what, let me unblock her. And then that was the end. Never thought about her again. Had to go back and clean up a couple of other relationships because I just felt like over the past year, so many things that have happened has been stuffing the amount of things that are possibly trying to come into my life. And that was 1000% true. And now I am unbelievably grateful for everything that is emergent in my life right now. So guys, you have to answer some of the, you have to go through some of these questions. You're going to have to do that inner work. It sucks when you don't have someone you know, like, you know, uh, let's say a healer or this or that. But, you know, like I said, Deepta, she, Deepta, of course, she's the Cornell master's grad who I speak about and mentioned so many times on this podcast. She has a, a, an amazing amount of healers and workshops and things that she gets into online and in person. So if she can do it, you can do it. So again, are you committed? Are you committed to doing that inner work with romantic relationships? This is the highest it's ever been ever, ever. Why? Because I finally had to go back and say, you know what? Something's not wrong. I'm recreating something. What the fuck is going, what is going on in the past that's not allowing me to have beautiful relationships in my life today? Boom. I found it, did away with it. And now this has literally sparked me to the highest ever in this specific category. So guys, it's time to get that inner work done. Stay tuned for more. We got the bigger ones coming up next. Health, wealth, career, and personal development over and out.